Happy 4th of July, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this amazing special holiday bonus as we get together with our family and our friends to celebrate our independence. And I want to start off the show by introducing a song from our amazing composer for the show, Erica Page. Erica is a proud trans producer, singer, songwriter who just recently released a new empowerment track and music video for Pride Month. I do apologize that we did not get this out in time for Pride Month, so Erica, please forgive me. But I'm so excited to present to everyone that listens to this show to please Go out and check out this song, support Erica, and check out Girls Like Us. Girls Like Us was written and produced by Erica. It explores the trans feminine experience while proudly expressing the strength and power it endows and encourages others to embrace their authenticity. The music video features Erica and several women of the trans feminine experience, providing further positive visibility in a vulnerable time. Music inspires, uplifts, and brings people together. And now we kick off the show with Girls Like Us. If you're not your true self, who are you? Know it right from the start. Living outside the lines, special design. A piece of work, a work of art. Oh, 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 oh,
Once again, that was Erica's new song, Girls Like Us. Erica is the composer for IPA Sessions. She puts together all this amazing theme music that we have. She creates all this awesome last-minute holiday bonus theme music that I ask of her to do, and I am just so, so grateful for it. Erica, thank you. Happy Fourth of July. Here at IPA Sessions, we are so thankful for all the hard work Erica has contributed to the show and all the great conversations she's given us about her artistry and what she does. And I hope that everyone out there listening has a great Independence Day, coming together as real Americans celebrating their freedom, justice, and true equality. And now time for the show. Hello everyone, it's that time again. Got another awesome holiday bonus just for you. And I hope you're out there celebrating this 4th of July with some hot dogs and some fireworks and a good time with friends and family. In today's show, we get to talk to the hosts and co-hosts of Cruise Control, the special friend of the show, Brian Cruz, and his amazing, lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittore. They take us through what it's like to create a webcast series, to do an entertainment news segment, and just having fun and giving out facts while expressing their opinions and how they feel through the eyes of true people in the industry who understand what's going on. This is a super fun-filled episode, but I will warn you, there is some strong language we don't censor here at IPA. So tune in and enjoy. Welcome to IPA Sessions. Welcome to IPA Sessions, a podcast for independent artists. As always, I'm your host, Kay Jacob. And today I have a friend of the show back on the show for the second time who's brought along his other half and they're here to talk about their new show, Cruise Control, which is a live entertainment news show, the home for your entertainment news on YouTube. Catch it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, especially Fridays. Uh, Please welcome back to the show for the second time, Mr. Brian Cruz and his co-host of Cruise Control, Miss Sabrina Vittore. Welcome to the show, guys. Say hi. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hey, friend of hi, the show. Hi, excited to be here. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> I, I forgot to mention, because we've, we've all talked to Brian before, those who listen have heard him. He is an actor, a producer, an entrepreneur, future presidential candidate. Uh, Miss yeah. Sabrina Vittore <laughs> is also an actor and a producer. Um, both of you guys do stand-in work for your, your nine-to-five, uh, and of course, many, among many other uh, great jobs that you have and hobbies. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, and especially, Sabrina, we want to hear from you because we haven't had you on the show, so welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, that is a very broad question. Tell you about myself. Um, yeah. How much time do we have? Let me get a couch and a pillow and a cocktail. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I am uh, originally from New York. Um, I moved uh, out to Los Angeles after I graduated college. I went to, actually, I went to the Actors Studio after I graduated college, and then I moved out to LA, um, where I quickly- Very classy. (laughs) Started working on set. Super classy. That's why I drink martinis. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, I I feel like I'm so far removed from where I was when I first came here. You know, obviously I was much younger, but uh, I just feel like my path has changed. My trajectory has changed a lot. Um, I- have kind of moved out of standing in actually. I know you mentioned that. I don't really do that much anymore. I kind of stopped uh, working on set maybe about a year ago. Um, I've been working at uh, Hawk Anamorphic. It's a uh, camera lens rental house. 
Oh, nice. Um, I started there kind of part-time helping out a friend who was like busy and then it kind of morphed into a full-time job. But I also produced, I was just a field producer in Florida for uh, eight weeks for a reality show. And, you know, now I'm, now I'm, I just got back to LA and so I'm going back to Hawk. Um, I do still audition and, you know, pursue acting, but I'm more focused, I think, behind the camera now than I have ever been in my life. Well, that's awesome. I didn't, I knew that you were in Florida uh, working on a reality show. I had no clue that you were a film producer. That's amazing. Congrats on that. I know that's something that uh, you've been wanting to do. And I love that. I relate to your story of like, you started out in New York, you went through all this work to come out here to Los Angeles to pursue that, that goal, that career that everyone wants. And like myself, I came out here to write and create, you know, film projects. And so far I've been doing everything but that, which is great. I mean, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I got a podcast now. I get to meet amazing, talented people like yourselves. Uh, I still plan to write and create film projects. I have a lot of plans coming up this summer. In fact, with Brian here, hopefully you're you're going to be available. I would love that too. But you know, I, I love how that all comes together. Like everyone yeah. comes out here to just be creative. And as long as you're creative, you'll survive and you'll thrive. And I think that's awesome that you're out here and you found a way to push forward. That's incredible. Yeah. I just feel like as your like, as your life moves on and you open yourself up to opportunities, things change, you know, like at first I was like, I, this is what I'm doing and that's it. But you know, like if I wasn't doing that, I would never, you know, have met Brian, um, who we worked standing in together years ago on a Nickelodeon show. And then he was, uh, doing a short film that he wrote a pilot that he wrote and, you know, was filming on his own. And so I acted in that for him. And then that evolved into uh, The Valley, which is on Amazon and Tubi and Roku. And it's a six episode series that I produced with Brian. Brian wrote it, (laughs) created it, uh, directed many of the episodes and, you know, was executive producer. I came on like maybe a quarter of the way through. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, I think we're in episode four when you came on. We were back and forth. So it was at least at least a quarter of the way to halfway through, yeah. And uh, Sprint picked up a lot of the slack that we were having because we had a lot of issues. And you know how it goes. You're producing something, you know, you, you're friends and you're trying to make something happen. You think like it's going to be so easy, but the business of it is hard. And we had people come and go throughout the whole time. It took us so long to get it done. And then Sabrina came on and without her, it never would have been finished. Just wouldn't have been. So Well, and IPA loves the Valley. In fact, go check out the episode with Brian where we talked all about the Valley and all the hard work that went into it. And I believe he even mentioned how, <laughs> how many producers you went through, how many friends. I believe Sabrina was actually mentioned in that episode. So it's neat how everything comes full circle. Yeah. So Brian, please update us. What's, what's new with you? What are you currently up to right now? We just heard from Sabrina what all she's up to. Tell us about yourself, where you've been since uh, the last time we talked. Yeah, so since we talked, uh, at that point, I was doing a lot of standing work too, and I've kind of decreased that too, unless something special comes along. And uh, since that time, I worked for Paul Rudd on Ant-Man, Quantumania. So I was his actor double on there. So yeah, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, it was Brian in an Ant-Man suit, you know, and That's it awesome. was a lot of fun. And with the N90, N95 masks and all that these days, or, you know, back then, especially everyone would actually think we were the same person, which is kind of hilarious, but I get that all the time. So it was a lot of fun. I did that for over, it was like over a year, but it was like reshoots that happened like a few weeks here, then a few weeks there, then a few weeks there. So that kind of kept me going back to standing in and doing that. But I was on a contract for most of that too, as an actor, which was great, which is what I've been trying to push towards is more acting stuff. We got into a new managing company and that actually helped a lot too. And then on top of that, it came down to... You know, I see all these YouTube channels and I see all these people that have no idea how the business works and they're talking about the business and they're making these shows. And I was just like talking to Sabrina about it. Like, we should just do that ourselves. Like, 
Like, <laughs> like well, there's so many of them. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. don't we do that? We could do that tomorrow. And we, I mean, I've been talking about doing a podcast for years and, you know, it's always been a joke between us and then finally pulled the trigger and started doing it, you know, and learn how they, the system works and, and doing it live makes it easier for editing, but also it makes it fun. It makes it interesting, makes it weird and wild and different. And you have no idea what's going to happen, which is fun too. And so that's what we went to the live format. And and I apologize. I did in the beginning, I, I ref, you know, I said that this, you, you guys do a live entertainment news show. I forgot that you're right. It is a podcast. You have it out on podcasts. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, yeah. uh, other podcast platforms. And of course you can catch it on YouTube and you can catch it live on YouTube. Thank you for reminding me. And again, I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast world, Brian. <laughs> no, I go back and forth. They call it a webcast. I call it a webcast. I call it a podcast. I go back and forth. I like webcast. Yeah. I think webcast definitely fits, but you're on podcast platforms. You can listen to yes. the episode. Across the board, you can listen to us everywhere, you know, and that's where it came down to. We just, we did it live. We did it live, did the, the webcast, I should say, live cruise control kind of happened. We were going back and forth and Sabrina was like, just, you know, we're like, what should we call this thing? And we were joking about cruise control and she's like, we should do cruise control. And uh, I was like, can we actually do cruise control? Because like, is that, is that egotistical? Is that, is that too much? Like cruise control? I mean, it's a fun play on, on words, but it just kind of became a thing and it's, it's worked, you know, it's been fun. It's very clever. We're at 271 subscribers today. I mean, who knows? Like when this airs, we might be at 5,000. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hope so. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great, right? It'll help everybody, oh you know? <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and you bring on many people. You've brought on many people from this show, actually, from IPA. Yeah. You've brought on so many people because it's funny. We find out afterwards, you know, I've, I've had people come on the show and then later on I'll release other episodes with other artists and then you'll reach out to me. Other friends who are on the show will reach out and say, oh, I didn't know you know Brian. I didn't know you worked with, you know, uh, Sabrina. And it's like, yeah, they came on the show. And I love that it's a small world because everyone's networking with their projects. And you've had me on your show, Cruise Control. Uh, I just did my my third time on the show, which was fun. Great. Uh, and it was the first time I felt like I had the jitters because I was like, wait, I'm sober on this episode and I can't edit myself out. And I say um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I mean, but that's it's a hard. really fun experience, though. It was really it's really fun to come on there and not have to be the one in control because Cruise is in control. <laughs> cruise control <laughs> cruise control yeah but that's that's the fun part about it too is just like letting free and you know the ums happen and the ands and the ifs and stuff but you know as long as you're having a good time just putting your points out there your point of view and your opinions and we're talking about some fun stuff that we all love that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Well, and I love the show too, because it's all opinion. It's all, you know, opinion based. And it comes from people who are actually in the industry. You know, people who have the experience that have been on these sets, that have been on these type of shows, these type of films, people who have worked in entertainment in general from all spectrums of the industry. You've had on uh, writers, you have on agents, you have on actor agents, yeah. uh, you yeah, have yeah. on podcasters, you know, you have on so many people with so many talent, filmmakers, actors, filmmakers. Uh, you had an incredible actor on for a special episode where you talked all about the movie she was in. It was a great episode. Corinne, yeah. And I like that it, it felt like it was like this bonus content where it was a little different from the usual, but I loved it so much. It was such a great episode. Uh, and just to get oh, to thanks. hear an actor talk about, you know, how humbled they were to have a chance to come on and talk, how, how lucky they were, all the hard stuff they went through. And as someone who does a podcast about that, it was so cool to hear. It. And I was like, Hey, I like this. He's doing <laughs> what I'm doing. Getting that inspiration. Not trying to encroach. 
Not trying no, to no, encroach. No, no. <laughs> share the love. Share the love. This is a this is a podcast for for people to feel inspired. And when other people make others feel inspired, I'm all about it. I, I do not care. Still my formula. It's not going to stop me from doing what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was fun too because that was a natural thing where like the manager, our manager was like, "Hey, she wants to come on the show," and it just became one of those things. So we just kind of segued into her being the show, and she might come back and actually do like the live show and do the whole thing because she had so much That'd fun. That'd be great. So, well, and that's another yeah. thing I was going to say too is your show again it's opinion based it's uncensored sometimes you guys get into really fun wild rants and you always have this where you tend to go off into this this uh one you, you start on a topic and then you run off topic and then you come right back onto topic but it's so fun when you get these rants because sabrina and the co-host and yourself you'll all kind of start getting at each other and at the same time it's all good fun like you're just laughing it off being like oh you know fuck you man <laughs> that's <laughs> my fun. opinion i don't care <laughs> and i love that uh it's definitely it's definitely uh, not for the little kids. It's not. But, you know, it's a great source of uh, information and news. I know uh, as of right now, as of this recording that we're doing, you guys are covering the strike that's going on, which is really important for the film industry. But on top of that, you're also covering other entertainment-related issues that are happening. You know, shows that get canceled, shows that get renewed, issues with actors on set, issues with producers. You, you have a broad range of everything, and I really enjoy that. So I'm glad that you guys are doing this. Trying to cover the hard topics, you know? <laughs> and But you know <laughs> well, the thing is, though, to the end of the day, we're, we're having fun with it. And we're not trying to be too serious about the news. Like, that's why, like, when I do breaking news, I'm like, breaking news. You know what I mean? I go nuts because it's just, like, fun. It's just it's just supposed to be a, a spoof of that. But an opinion show. It's fun. The real spoof is that it's never actually breaking news. That's the spoof. <laughs> I know. I love literally, that. <laughs> literally once in every episode. Like, once in, I mean, not in every episode. In all the episodes we've done, I think once something literally just broke before we went on. Twice. Twice. Oh, twice. twice. I'm I'll sorry, twice. twice. Yes, We're on yes. episode 66, and <laughs> twice there was actually a breaking news situation. Well, you know what's funny is it is a good parody. It is a good spoof of breaking news because when is the news, an actual news agency, actually doing breaking news? No, I, I see breaking never. news from they always CNN do that. all they always all those news sources, they all say breaking news. And it's like, this shit happened yesterday. Why is it no. breaking now? The worst thing in the world is Wolf Blitzer live from the situation room. It's like, bro, just stop. <laughs> Nothing. That First of all, I heard what you're talking about from the 90 other people that came before you just today, let alone last night and the day before. So please stop with your bullshit in the situation room. When I first saw that, I was like, oh my God, what is happening? He's in the situation room. Shit is going down. And then it turned out he was just talking about like a long line at a voting booth. And I was like, are you serious right now? How dare you drag me into your lies? <laughs> I love it. So, okay. Thank you for uh, telling me about cruise control. Thank you for talking about yourselves. Now, what I want to get into is your process for doing this show. Obviously, you know, Brian, you're the host. Sabrina, you're the co-host. You guys are a couple, but you are very professional in your presentation. And I'm sorry, did I give away a trade secret that you're a couple? Is that okay? No, we just don't really talk about it. Most people who knows us, uh, you know, they, they know. But the other but viewers like, don't. Yeah. yeah. But- you know, you, you have this great professional setup. And even though you're a couple, you don't bicker like a couple does. You actually bicker like anchors. And I love it. You guys give and take. And it's wonderful. It's good chemistry. It's a good dynamic. And you treat your co-hosts, oh, excuse me, you treat your guest hosts the same way, uh, which oh, is yeah. what I said before. That's what makes the show so entertaining. And everyone has an opinion. And you guys respect their opinion. We may talk shit to one another and yeah, you may yeah, diss course. them for their opinion. But at the same time, you you admire their opinion and, and can respect it to a point. And, and I think that really helps push 
push a, a dialogue and a conversation and it gets me thinking about things that I never really thought about before. And of course, there are topics that um, a lot of people tend to agree about, like you guys covering the, the writer's strike right now. There's a lot of stuff that everyone's saying that we all agree with. We're all saying the writers are saying it. <laughs> Why is no yeah, one else getting on this boat? <laughs> Apparently producers don't get it. <laughs> right. They just don't. <laughs> what, I, what I'd like to do right now is have you guys just take me through your process. How did you go about? So the idea came to you because you said earlier, you know, you saw this stuff on YouTube. So many people doing this, uh, people who don't really have the experience that we do and they just, they give their opinions, but it's just kind of talking out their ass is what it feels like, especially yeah. when you're someone who has that experience and you're like, I don't want to listen to this person who they're just bitching to bitch. You guys have legitimate things that you're actually bitching about with reason. What is your process? Sometimes. <laughs> right, sometimes, yeah. But what, what is your process behind this? You know, how do you get this up and running? And, you know, how did it start? Take me through the technical aspects, if you will. <laughs> There's a lot of technical stuff. <laughs> Break it down. Break it down. Yeah. I'm going to start off by saying that 150,000% Brian does every single technical thing that you see, every slide, every picture, every in, like every screen that you see, every logo, it is all Brian. I literally do absolutely nothing. My contrib my contribution, my contribution to the technical aspect was buying the switchboard. I was like, here is a switchboard that I have paid for and that is my contribution to you doing everything to make this look good and sound good. It's the only thing I did. <laughs> Spending money is why you're a producer. Good job, Sabrina. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Also runs the chat. Thank you. Come on. I do run the chat. I do run the chat. But that's not technical, to be fair. That's just pushing yeah. a button while we're talking. <laughs> well, it but is. You're controlling is. the whole show. He has to change, you know, the slides and change, like, you know, the pictures and, and change the camera angles. Like, he does all that live. Yeah, so it's like live all, all I do is, is yeah. hit the chat button, you know, so I do I do the chat and I got the, the keyboard switch. That's literally my entire contribution. So, Brian, the floor is yours. Yes. Take us through this technical craziness. And I went to school for that. I mean, I went to Michigan State for for directing and producing and writing and acting. And one of my main classes was, you know, live television. So the whole switchboard thing has always been a thing that I love. And it's like, you know, directing and stuff like that. I look at it. I'm like, OK, this shot's getting boring. Move on to the next shot. So that's why I'm always constantly trying to make the angles. And I build everything in Evumux. This is the, pro the program we use is Evumux. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Evumux. <laughs> Evo, friend of the show. Hey, that's that's a cruise control thing. That is not an IPA sessions thing. Okay. But, uh... I said friend of our show. Friend of, friend our, of our show. show. <laughs> we'll put them out there, though. I, I would encourage people to go check this out. Listen to what Brian has to say. Well, when we first started, we tried a different platform and it just was in 720p. You know, technical things. It's like, it's pixelated a lot of times. You had any kind of streaming issues. Right off the bat, it would be looking bad. And so we switched over to Evumux and they let me build my own slides before it's like very generic. Like you get the typical zoom look for format pretty much. But with Evumux, yeah. I could actually build, I feel like I'm doing a commercial right now with Evumux you can get out there and build your best <laughs> slides ever, you know, but I was able to actually like take ideas that I've seen other shows, especially like news shows and like copy yeah. their angles, take their, their camera shots, their, their graphics. So I made all the new graphics and it's I made studying. every little slide. <laughs> Yeah, and every day, every day when we actually do those, the show, I have to make graphics for everything. So every topic, I have to make graphics. That the, the host coming in, if there's a repeat host, I can reuse graphics, but sometimes I have to change things. Uh, if there's new, you know, social media links, all that. So I build every every kind of um, lower third. I also pull all the pictures, all the graphics. I build those camera angles. On top of that, I'm also choosing the topics, you know, and going through the internet and just scouring because we are like a a live breaking news type show. My idea is whatever is the most breaking news that day we talk about. 
So a lot of times the guests and the hosts don't get it until that day, the information we're going to talk about. But I like said a whole, news. A whole a whole break I mean, what's as breaking as it can be. <laughs> I like to send out the whole breakdown being like, these are what we're gonna talk about with links for articles. So you kind of have an idea, you'll be versed on what we're gonna have a conversation about. You can build your opinions before the show. You come on the show, we talk about them, you're informed. It's not like out of the blue what we're talking about. And I try to keep the topic so we just have fun and we know what we're talking about and we can be informed because that's a big day. And the end of the day is we gotta be informed. A lot of people aren't informed what they're talking about out there. And I want us to be informed. And of course, we bring our own take from the industry to it, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I love that you actually do present the facts first before you guys start getting into your, your opinions, your debate on it. You present what the facts are. You present what you know based from your own personal experience, having worked on similar things. And then that's how you go into these opinions. And I love that because it does make me feel, okay, I'm informed with what the fact is. And now I know what they're saying is their personal opinion. I respect that so much because sadly, this is an entertainment show, which not sad for you, but sadly, it's an entertainment show that presents more of a fact base before getting into opinions than an actual news that can't even present it that way. They can't even present a fact. (laughs) And and it's so aggravating. But that's what I like about your show. And and it's it's a familiar ground. And you're not going to hurt anybody p- by presenting the wrong information. And you guys have made corrections in other episodes where you're like, oh, you know, we're going to correct this from last time. I've heard that before. And that's great. Yeah, we've done that. When something comes up, we do corrections. So when there are, when something changes, we do updates. We always have updates. And that's like a big thing because things change. Just like when you were on the other day, we were talking about SWAT. And when I sent this stuff out, SWAT was canceled. And then I saw yeah. throughout the whole day that they were actually talking again. And we came live. You're like, you know what? It was renewed. And I'm like, fuck, it was renewed. That was <laughs> that was the breaking news. That was Real the second news. instance of breaking news. It was just yesterday. <laughs> it just happened. They uh, they had to make sure that SWAT got renewed before dealing with the writer's strike. Yeah, they were like, listen. <laughs> We're not. We're not going to talk to. We're not going to make any negotiations here. We're going to make sure that we square SWAT away, and then we're going to give Cruise Control some breaking news for their podcast tonight. That's exactly what yeah. happened. Then everyone went to sleep, and they're like, "We'll talk tomorrow. We'll see." Right? <laughs> well, that's the good thing out. about being in the. But being in the evening though too, and in the evening we go live at six thirty p.m. on the on the on the West Coast and then nine thirty in the East Coast. At least at that point, like most of the news is out that day, so sometimes some breaking news comes, but we can kind of pick and choose and like go over everything and talk about it, as opposed to a morning show or an early afternoon show. Sometimes you don't have everything that's come out that day. And we at least have that opportunity for the show, which is nice. Everyone comes in, like all the guests and and I mean, myself actually excluded because I am the worst. But like we have our guests. Well, Brian has our guests log in at like 6.15 or 6.10 so that he can get their angles right. And like if anything needs to change or talk to them about it, I usually roll in at roughly 6.27, you know, still putting on mascara or like fixing a curl in my hair or something. And like, up, oh, I'm right. Brian's like, Sabrina, you ready? I'm like, yep, yep, ready to go. I'm not even on screen yet. Um, but it's, it's, uh, I, I have the, the earbud in so I can hear what's happening. And if I need to chime in, I can, but like, there's a, a little like pre-show that like, we can kind of get anything together that we need to get together or switch a topic or, you know, whatever, so that we know what we're going into, which is, uh, really helpful mostly for them again, because I am the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, you guys provide a good environment of warming up. Like when I came on, it was nice being able to chat for a minute before we went live because it made me feel comfortable. It got me talking, it loosened the tongue up and I was like, okay, I can do this. Let's let's go ahead and do this. All right, we're going live. Here you go. Sorry, Jacob, it's happening. And it's like, okay, I'm good. We're going. Like here comes I, I love that feeling that you guys provide. It's a safe space. You know, like here yeah. we are, we're going to do this. We're going to go live. 
but we're just chatting. You're a friend of the show, Jacob. You're a friend of the show. Yes, right. <laughs> a lot of people are nervous to go live, but like once they do it once, they're like, oh my God, that went so fast. It was so easy. Like it's the anxiety beforehand is usually quelled after they do it one time. And, and it's yeah. so funny. My This is my third time. It was my third time doing this with you guys. And this was the most nervous I'd ever been uh, because I think the first time this show was still new. So it was like you were figuring everything out. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm just kind of a test run for this. And then the second time I did it, I got to join you for Drunk Friday. So I was buzzed mm-hmm. and I did <laughs> not care. And then yesterday I was actually like, I want to say some good things and not, and then I started getting in my own head and I was like, okay, you're getting, you're getting too nervous here. Uh, but you guys were so great at helping control that environment. Uh, before we even went on, you made me feel comfortable. So I like the warm up that you do, uh, the way that you treat your guests on the show. And, you know, I'm sorry to jump topic here for a minute, but going back to what you had said earlier, you know, about the technical aspect of everything that you do, Brian, it's amazing how 15, you know, almost 20 years for myself, at least since college, all this knowledge for, for my opinion, was useless because I'd never used it until recently doing my podcast. You're doing the same thing. You're, when did you think you were going to be using live broadcasting? You know, that's just a random class you took because you needed it for your degree. <laughs> you know, I like, know. that's the things I'm finding. Like I worked in radio and I never thought that that would actually play into this because I was like, I'm not going to be doing podcasts. I'm not going to be doing radio. Like I'm just doing this to get a check, you know, a check. And it's like, no, here I am taking that knowledge from radio and it helps. Yeah. Especially it's like, I didn't think I would be like, actually doing a switchboard for a live like news show even though we're not like we're news but you know but i mean it's like different than i ever thought i'd be doing and it's great it's great it's fun like we have this little switchboard and i kind of can have my angle set up i hit some buttons and bam and you know and i have what's on deck and i have what's live it's really cool it's great information that i learned back in like what like 2007 you know what i mean it's great and so yeah i never thought it would be that way but it it, it became that so it, i've been having fun sabrina's been having fun that's why we kept doing it like i said we got 66 67 episodes in and and, you know it just keeps growing so as long as it keeps growing and we're having fun why would we stop so good knowledge to work exactly there you go and you know um i appreciate you taking us through the technical aspects of everything the structure of the show how you go about it why you started doing this sabrina would is there anything that you'd like to bring up uh with the technical aspects that you do contribute to is there anything on your part you know i know you you were saying that brian does everything but surely there's something do you help him find new segments are you scrolling through your phone looking for anything that up dates as quick as you can? Do you guys have certain sources you go to? Uh, What is your actual major contribution other than being an incredible co-host? I was very clear with my contribution to the technical aspect, which is I bought that switchboard and I run the chat. I literally (laughs) do nothing else but show up and look pretty. And sometimes I I don't even do that well. (laughs) Fair fair enough. (laughs) She does send articles from time to time. She'll be like, did you see this? She does Every once in a while, if I see something. But you know what? The thing is, like, I... For the past two months, I was in Florida producing. Like, there was no, I mean, I barely could research the topics by the time I got onto the show if I could make it onto the show. So, like, you know, the past few months have been really difficult. And I, you know, I would basically just swoop in at game time and be like, I'm going to go on the fly today because I couldn't read any of the articles. And I'm just hoping that I don't sound like an idiot, you know? But, like, (laughs) for the most part, I do research, you know, very heavily. I try to you know, make sure that I am versed enough on a topic so that I'm not just like throwing things out there because, you know, being on, on both sides of it, you know, a lot of times we're criticizing things or people or whatever. Like, so I, if I, if that were me, that was being criticized or judged or praised, I would want the person who was making that judgment to, you know, have 
taken a look at all of the material. So like whatever, you know, like, I mean, I'll use Brie Larson as a example because I don't care for her. She's not a nice person. I know you're a pigeon on her very well. <laughs> terrible, terrible person. I can't believe she hasn't been fired. But like when we were going to cover, when we covered the Marvels, I researched it extensively. I read like 30 articles to, about her behavior on set, about why they changed the name, about what was keeping the production up. Like I read, you know, Brian sends in every breakdown to the hosts, uh, myself included, links to whatever he's talking about. But most of the time I don't click on those links unless it's a trailer. I Google whatever the topic is so that I can have a different point of view. So I'm not reading the same article that he read that the other host is going to read. So I try to get different sources and make sure that I am very well versed on whatever it is we're talking about. That's really smart. That's a great contribution, by the way. And as a co-host, that's exactly what you should be <laughs> yeah. doing. She brings a lot of stuff up that I didn't know. Sometimes. You do a lot more than you Thank are you for making me sound for. good when I do nothing. I appreciate it. I did it. nothing. You did that all on your own. <laughs> she does come up with stuff that I'm like, I don't know where she hears it. Or or she fact checks when we're live too, which is big too. Because I don't have time to be doing that. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah, you got to run the show. She's got to be your fact checker. Yeah, she'll be fact well, checking easy. stuff. Which I goes fact a long check way. sometimes. <laughs> when you see me looking off and, 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 and look, doing this and this, it's like I'm trying to fact check something. And I'm like, does she, is she having a head bobble situation? And I'm like, no, I'm just trying to type, not hit the microphone and read this fact that I just found. And I try to keep her off camera when she's doing that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah pretty good at it. Great. Every once in a while, I'll look up and be like, oh crap, I'm on. Let me sit up and smile. <laughs> now, uh, and I, I want to ask you something too. And um, please uh, feel free to not answer if you don't want to. But oh, I want to ask you uh, as a couple, how does this dynamic work for you guys? Are you enjoying it? Does it, do you find it easy to keep it separated from your personal life by not getting too heavily involved or too upset with one another. How does that dynamic work for you guys as an actual couple and then as a professional host and co-host? How does that dynamic work for you? I feel like they're not related at all. Like, I mean, yes, we are a couple, but like, I, you know, we, we're in separate rooms. So the only see, like we see each other, what is the same thing with the viewer is seeing? Like they, they see me, they see him, like we're in separate, he's in the garage, I'm in the house. So we're not like, I feel, I feel like if we were in the same room, like I would kick him or something or like wave if I wanted something or, you know what I mean? Like about, because we're completely separate, I feel like there's, there's not really a bleeding, you know, like afterwards, especially in the beginning, he'd be like sitting in bed, like with the editing. And I'm like, can you just stop? Like, I've had enough of this. We did it all day long. We did the researching and the figuring out and the reading and then the talking and then the wrap up talking. And then now we're going to be editing. I would like to eat food and go to sleep, please. Like it's Time just, shut it down. yeah. I, so yeah. sometimes I, I would, I would, I would be like, no, no, we're done doing that for today. And when we That's first started, we were doing it five days a week. So it was a little bit taxing and I, I won't say that it was taxing on our relationship, but I mostly, you know, would get frustrated because that's like all he was doing all the time. And I would be like, I'm here and I have to go to sleep because I have to wake up at seven in the morning to go to work. So can we please just watch a movie today? Please, please, please. You know, yeah. so it's like little things like that. But I don't think I don't think other than that, when we were doing it five days a week, it was a little bit more taxing. But now that it's kind of gotten down to a routine and, you know, I just I feel like it's kind of hit its stride and it's it's much less taxing for us. There's more structure to everything. Yeah. And there's it's more of a routine. Yeah. And I have more time for post work, too. Like I separate everything into segments and I do like I've oh, been doing right. shorts, too, on top of that. So I have more time for shorts to put those out there. He also does all of the social media 
all of the the all of the uh, TikTok, all of the shorts, all of the videos. Like he does all of that. I'm literally I, doing this podcast makes me realize how useless I am in this equation. Oh yeah, I uh, <laughs> I love you know IPA has its on TikTok, and when I get up there and I upload new videos, you guys always pop up in my stream, and I'm like, oh, what's Cruz putting out right now? Let me go take a look at this. And I love the clips because they're just thirty seconds to a minute little clips about the the yeah. pivotal important parts of the conversations. And I noticed almost everything in those clips is your guest speaking. It really isn't. There's you. a lot of guests. And I really yeah. appreciate that. It's what I do with my TikTok. It's my show, but it's not about me. It's about the guests that are on. So I try to put them on blast as much as I can and make sure that, you know, all the, the pivotal things that they had to say that I feel was really good and that I want others to hear that draws them in is what I'm going to put out choose. there. And, and that's what I get from your, your clips that you do. So you do a great job with that. And and I know that that's that what I'm trying to be do. very taxing. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I live at home. I have my my girlfriend here. We have our, our kid. And just with what I do along with my podcast and all the work and stuff I do on the side, it can be taxing on her. So I totally understand where you're coming from, Sabrina. And you're right. You got to be able to make sure that when you're doing your, your projects and you're having a good time, that you're also making time for your significant other as well. And I'm glad that you guys were able yeah. to find that balance, which is great. And there is a little taxing in the beginning because you gotta you gotta get that routine it in. Is. Once you have that routine in, once you find that balance, it all works out. And the show is wonderful. So you should be proud of that. I'm sure it's taxing for Brian that he does ninety percent of the work. That's probably his his version of taxing. <laughs> I can't wait till we get a little bit bigger. We can hire an editor. That'd be awesome. But right. you know, until then, I can do it. You know, not a disagreement. He's totally taxed by the fact that he does everything. And I go I to work and I, I roll in and I'm like at the 11th hour, I'm like, I'm here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and also, you know, I, I'd also be like working on set here and there. I took a week off one time because I just couldn't do it both. You know, that happened one time. And then also I'm doing this audio series called The Strongest Doctor. And I record that in the mornings. So I'm recording that and then I'm building the topics and I'm doing the show, you know. So it's like there's a lot of work going on and I'm sitting in this studio this garage studio for like most of my day by myself talking to myself on a microphone you know what i mean or editing it's a lot but yeah it's fun yeah, i feel it you can on be that fun. <laughs> it's you wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun you know you wouldn't be doing yeah. it if you didn't really enjoy it uh and you know speaking of taxes speaking of a lot of work uh i want to ask you do you have any financial benefit from this yet has anything uh through this new uh show that you're doing through this new webcast podcast uh, through cruise control is there any financial gain that you've gotten from this or is it a lot of the same as a, as most of our artists you're, you're putting in a lot more money and time to make sure you have a great presentation which you do but are you getting any kind of benefit out of this uh no money yet we do have one patreon uh one hey. very loyal patreon who's having helping us pay for our service that we actually stream it on so hey, that's, that's good nice. i wish i had one <laughs> one loyal that's patreon amazing. i'm not gonna tell you they're a friend of the show, though, for sure. Friend of the fucking show. So, so it's one of a million different people. <laughs> yeah. So that's been nice. But besides that, no, I mean, there's a lot of money that goes out with it. But then again, it is what it is. Like a lot of the overhead is done. Like I do have to pay for like my, I have a, a website that I use to build a lot of the graphics. So I have like a database there that I build it in, but I also have the, the program that we use. We have to pay for that. And then, you know, it's time. Of course, time is money. But the idea is, you know, once we get to a thousand, like, you know, once we get to a thousand subscribers, all of a sudden yeah. you can be monetized. All of a sudden you can get in different categories. So that's the goal, you know? We get to that thousand, then we start making money. And then once we start getting making money, then everybody starts making money. That's the I idea. I truly don't you know? understand any of that at all. Like I barely understand the Patreon situation. So I can't, this is definitely not like Brian could be making $500 a, a week and I would not know the difference. I would be like, do 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 over here. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like <laughs> yeah, I'm making, 
I'm not making anything. I only get, we have one Patreon for like a penny. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like he could totally fleece me if he wanted to. And that's why you're with an Eagle Scout. Scout's honor. <laughs> it's one of those interesting things that a lot of these platforms, like for myself, uh, through Spotify, through Anchor, you know, I have to get up to so many plays, so many episodes. Then eventually I qualify for certain ads, which they'll either send me to put out there and they'll pay me certain revenue for it. Or I can make myself uh, with the last uh, podcast I did with Lexi for our Three Deemers podcast that you came on to, Brian. Uh, we yeah. eventually, after like a year of working and putting out episodes almost like four times a month, we finally got to a point where Anchor's like, hey, make a commercial, put it out there, and we'll give you like a penny for every play. So I think by the time we got done doing the show, Lexi said we'd made 11 bucks. <laughs> it's one of those things, though, <laughs> over time and how it grows. And I think for you with this show being live, being in person, uh, how you program it to, to work, you are going to have more success with it over time. Your subscribers are skyrocketing on YouTube right now. You know, you've been doing this since I think January, and you've already yeah. gotten over almost the 300 subscribers. I've been doing this for 271 today. 274. 274. That's incredible. I fact check you on this podcast too. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for myself, I've been I've been putting stuff on YouTube, but I just use YouTube as a place for like people who want to listen to the podcast. So like for me, it's just an audio experience with an occasional TikTok video that I will upload. Yeah. But that's not going to pull the people in. You know, it's it's just word of mouth. It's slowly rising. I finally made it to fifty. What what? But get it. I love that with your show. <laughs> it's something that I genuinely want to see. Like when I get an update, it's like, hey, we're about to go live. It's like, well, I want to click on that because I like watching this. No one's going to update for my show to to see it live because it's not that kind of entertainment they're going to put it on in their car when they're driving in traffic <laughs> that's right. what's going to happen that's uh, the but you're right time. That, and and with a lot of for anyone out there listening who wants to get into either a live webcast type show or a podcast show that is something you're going to come across is that you are going to be putting a lot of your own money into these projects to give yourself a good professional setup as professional as you can make it cheap is still professional if you can afford it and get it to work and it works for you, great. A lot of these programs we, that we use to record and edit with, we pay for them no different than we do for a Netflix account. If you can, if you yeah. can pay ten bucks a month for Netflix, you can pay ten bucks a month for whatever program software that you need to edit through. Uh, and, and that's just, uh, I just wanted to put that out there for those listening that, you know, the financial gain will come in time, but it is a time process. You've got to be patient and you've got to keep making the product and keep putting it out there. It takes money to make money. Yeah. But it's also baby steps. You don't have to buy the whole setup the first time and set it all up. I mean, get the software first, start going learn, live, yeah. try that out, see how it works, get comfortable behind the camera and then slowly add things. That's what we've been doing, like upgrading our microphones, upgrading, you know, lighting, upgrading yep. everything, you know. It doesn't have to be perfect right away. When we first started, I was using my earbuds as my microphone and my and my audio input, input and output. I use my my AirPods. Yeah, and it works. It's fantastic. It, works. it gets it the works. job done. You, yeah. you work with what you have, and the the main thing is just getting out there and doing it, like just going for it. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with me, Brian. Thank you, and Sabrina, I really appreciate your contribution to this as well. Now, what I'm going to get into is the question part of this show, and I always like to start off with the aggravations with the the hard stuff that we have to face and deal with. And we just talked about the finances, which from me and Sabrina's perspective, I still find just achingly confusing, just so hard to wrap my head around. And I know for Brian, you're starting to get a little more familiar with it. You've had a little bit more experience in this, but even for yourself, it can be frustrating. But what I want to ask you guys, and feel free to answer however you like. My first question for you is, 
What's the biggest challenge that you had to overcome? And maybe it's something you're still working on with relation to the to the show. I would say the amount of time it takes for me. It's a lot of time. And it's not just like, it doesn't just end when the show is done. You know, once the show is done, there's like, you're starting all over again. It's like a, it's like a cycle of like all the work that goes into it. And it's just having enough time in the day to get it all done. And, you know, I, honestly, the graphics and the building the show can get frustrating for me. And it is a lot of work. And I, you know, I'm also a perfectionist, which probably doesn't help anything because I Definitely keep getting more help. upset about things. I mean, there are days where I'm like, oh, why are we fucking doing this? You know what I mean? I've been there. Like, why the fuck are we doing this? Like, look how much time it's taken away from our relationship. Look how much time it's taken away from, from life. Like it, it dominates my life. But then I'm like, we have so much fun when we're alive and it's growing and it's like, you see growth. So you're like, well, why are we going to stop? Even though there is that frustration. So really it's the time and it's the energy it takes to make it. And I fucking hate editing. I do. I mean, I've been doing it since I was like 17 years old, but I hate it. (laughs) It's so tedious. It's so tedious. And you know, what's great. At least your show is live. And so it's not as much tediousness Uh, with this podcast. I do so many like pauses and heavy breaths and burps and laughter and funny stuff that happens, which is all the best stuff. You got to, I got to make an yeah. out, an outtake reel, which I'm sure you have an outtake reel, but most of your outtakes was spotted live. If they were watching, <laughs> they're there. You know, I, I sometimes single those out and put them up as shorts. That's you know, brilliant. You know, That's so we brilliant. say some crazy <laughs> shit. We were talking about pile driving somebody the other day. I don't know. I was like, Sabrina wasn't on that one. We we're talking about Katy Perry. And I said like, and Orlando Bloom, and they're like, well, I'm so it's so great that Orlando Bloom got uh, Katy Perry. I'm like, yeah, it's great he nailed her. I'm like, what? I'm like, nailed her. And then it became this whole thing about pile drive and Katy Perry. I'm like, I don't know. That shit happens. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Real of it. <laughs> it was a drunk Friday. It was a drunk Friday. So yeah, they're so unpredictable and yet so entertaining. <laughs> but that was one thing we talked about too, was a drunk Friday. We we're like, let's do drunk Friday. It'd be so much fun, you know? Yeah, you tried something new for your format. And it's definitely, that is definitely a challenge. Uh, Sabrina, what has been a big challenge for you? Well, listening to Brian talk, I I feel like I have zero challenges because (laughs) he is, he does so much. Honestly, I feel like now it's, it's just taxing. Like when we were doing it five days a week to like be getting up, driving an hour to work, working all day, driving an hour home in LA traffic, and then like having a rough 20 minutes to like, you know, spruce up and then like basically do another hour of work. And then when we're done with that, we wrap up with the guests off camera and then like figure out what we're going to make for dinner. And then like, it's just like the whole day is gone. It's like, you know, it's like basically like working on set for 16 hours. Like you just, there was like no life for us. It was just like a cycle all the time. Um, and that was a little bit difficult again, but that was like, that was in the beginning. That's a huge challenge. Yeah. Well, and you, you worked it out. You overcame it. It's good. It's, you know, it's structured a little bit differently, differently now. And yeah. And like, you know, I was out of town for two months and you know, it's just, it's been, you know, we just kind of adapt to whatever's going on. But like, you know, I, I know that he is like constantly working on it and doing stuff for it. So I, you know, I feel whenever I'm like agitated about something, I just tell myself to keep my mouth shut and just rein it in because literally he's 90% of the work and I'm 10. So I just, <laughs> I try to, I try to put that in perspective. I feel like what I'm hearing from both of you is the main challenge is time management. That seems to be the hardest thing. No matter who's doing what, managing your time to make this work, that's a huge challenge. I don't know that it's time management. It's just time, period. Like, there's just not <laughs> yeah. enough time. Not like, enough time. <laughs> exactly. Never enough time. <laughs> well, moving along here for my next question. I know that you guys both have experience in the acting world. You have experience as producers. You have experience in the entertainment industry. 
so I know that this is a webcast. It's something that you've always wanted to do, but you've never done. So it's kind of new to you. But what was something completely unexpected that you basically uh, had to face? And, and maybe it's something that you learned right then and there in the moment. Whew, unexpected. Well, I guess you think about going live again, you think, oh, it's going to go live and then that'll be it. And that seems simple on page. But then when you get into it, there's so much more logistics that go into it. So before we were doing it, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just go live and we'll talk. It'll be fun. And then it's like I made it this whole thing. <laughs> but but I mean, that that was I had no idea how much technical stuff went into going live to make a show like this. And for me, that was surprising. But also like the growth and the people that actually wanted to come on, that was surprising. I didn't think people really would. It's I, at first I'm like, this is gonna be hard to get people to actually commit to this, but then people want to do it. So that was, that was great. Surprising. It's surprisingly addicting. I, I love doing it. I want to come on more. And especially now that I have free time, I'm like, Hey, I think I sent you a text. There's like, Hey, I'm, I'm off right now. <laughs> what do you need help? <laughs> Let me know because it's fun. Like it's really fun. It's addicting, but you're right. That can be completely unexpected is, is the support that you get and, and, and yeah. not knowing the not knowing is is really unexpected that's actually kind of an expected thing too is to not know yeah but, but it like is not new. knowing like how much goes into it though that was a big thing because it seems simpler looking at it on youtube like oh yeah everybody does this shit like i said before everybody does it like, oh, there's people hey that guy can do it that guy can do it she can do it like you know what i mean so why can't i do it and then you get in there you're like oh wow wow and mad respect you know for everybody that's been doing it before us Mad respect. And, and Sabrina, I know um, as an actor, this is a you're in a co-hosting position. You're you're hosting a show. How has that kind of worked out for you? Is there anything unexpected in that world for you that you didn't see coming that you had to basically adapt to? Maybe even learn in the moment. Um, no, I mean the ad the adapting thing is basically being able or trying to read the room. You know, like whoever, like whoever's in the comments about a topic and, and whatever the, our co-host is saying about a topic. And if I can tell it's something touchy and I don't agree, I, I've tried to, you know, express my opinion, but in a non threatening way or not, cause you, I'm very, anyone who watches our show, I'm very opinionated like about, you no, are, I, and you're really great. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I love you. You're giving me a compliment. Send it my way. Let's hear it. <laughs> You are opinionated and you're really great at engaging with the people commenting in the live feed, not the people on the show, not your guests, but you're actually really good about paying attention to who's following along live and what they're saying in the chat. And you're letting them like, Hey, I see you. And you, you bring it up and you show what they're saying and then you engage with them and talk about it. And then I'll even see that sometimes they'll say something back. And you'll continue engaging that. And it's great because you have your guests on the show. you got Brian there. You have what's happening. And at the same time, you're also acknowledging your audience. And I think that's amazing to be doing. That's very important to me, like the chat. Because like when there's like, you know, like GR is our number one fan. He's always in the chat. We Love know GR is there. GR and I the do, we always, <laughs> we always acknowledge him, of course. But like if I see a new person that's, you know, commenting or bringing something up or asking a question, I want to make sure that I address that. I want to make sure that we address that. And like, that's, it's a little difficult sometimes I'll have to like leave it in the chat for a minute because I don't want to put it up in the middle of somebody who's like in the middle of expressing their point. Um, and sometimes I'll wait till it's my turn so that I can address it before I do it. Or I'll put it up when Brian's talking. Cause a lot of times he'll see it and he'll address it. But like, you know, that's, it's kind of a dance in that respect. Um, and also like, you know, with me being super opinionated, like sometimes when someone's talking, I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I need you to rewind it back a minute and tell me why you feel this way about this. But like, I try, it's like also, 
learning like when you can do that and when you shouldn't do that and letting people you know express their point but not like beat a dead horse and you know same same goes for myself and for Brian like so like i feel like between the two because there's two of us we're able to control each other more and control and not control but like steer the conversation, you know, with guests. And if we need to move on and I could like, we're both looking at the time and like one of us will find a way to kind of segue or to kind of shift, you know, whatever, if, if it's something's going on for too long, like that's all stuff that I didn't really expect. You know, it's kind of uh, on the fly and still to this day learning, you know, every time we do it, it's, it's a different guests, different situation, different topics. There's different fire behind every topic. You know, right. sometimes people are extremely imp- opinionated. Sometimes people are like, nah, the flash, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. it just you. depends. <laughs> on, well, I, I, but you know, that's a less passionate topic. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And 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 you said you had no real challenges. Look at that. That's a challenge as well yeah. as well, something unexpected because you dealt with it. I love it. I mean, in comparison to like figuring out how to have like a flipping graphic land in the middle of the screen with four <laughs> people around it and change. The, I mean, if Iron you think balls. about it, he's literally like directing and producing. Like on any TV show, there's a person standing in a booth. And there's like nine people at little channel things. Switch to camera one, switch to camera two. They got all the camera people out there shooting. Okay, go to camera, go to B camera. All right, do this. Okay, flip that right. You know what I mean? Like it's someone is like literally like orchestrating that whole thing. And there's yep. like, you know, six employees inside and then four camera guys down on the floor doing all what he does in that one hour. Like it's, it's insane. So for me to be like, it's really challenging to figure out how to get the comments in. Like it's kind of, it's kind of, it's like embarrassing. It's embarrassing I mean, no, to the say. comments are very important though. <laughs> the audience is the biggest part of it. That's right. And, and think about the people listening right now who want to do what you guys are doing. They need to anticipate that. Yes, they understand that what Brian's doing is going to be extremely annoying and aggravating and difficult because of the technical things. But they're also probably not thinking about, oh, shit, if I'm doing a live show, I do need to engage my audience. I need to engage with the chat. That is a positive thing to bring up and make us aware of. And it is something that is completely unexpected because you're not thinking about that when you're going live. You're like, oh, shit, no. I forgot about the actual audience that's engaging with us. Yeah, and we that's learned it. that on the fly too. Like once, like when we first started, Brian was doing the chat. He was the administrator. So like he had to figure out a way to also make me an administrator so that I could at least take that one thing off of his his hands while we were going, you know, which was really helpful. But like in the beginning, you know, I was just like, oh, okay. And I would like, you know, put whatever up. And I'd, sometimes I'd leave it up there for a really long time because I started talking and I would stop paying attention. I'd be like, oh, this has been there for five minutes and then take it down. Or I would just see something come up and post it. But it was about the last thing we were talking about. So like I've, you know, I've kind of learned how to try to keep it on the same topic or maybe if we just segue it and someone pops something in, um, I try to acknowledge everything. Like it's just, it's that was definitely a learning curve uh, for both of us. Like when we first started to now, I think we've, we're, we've probably got it, 80% better. We still probably have another 20% of the way to go before it's, you know, where it needs to be. Right. It's very important. Like I said, I, I wish I was better at the chat. I need, I'm still working on it myself. And it's, it's very important because that's the whole idea too, is to eventually have like thousands of people in this chat talking with us. You know, that's the idea, you know, that's what I can't wait for. That'll be making them even more fun, you know? Can you imagine yeah. Jacob being on here? There's like comments popping up left and right <laughs> people all over the world. That sounds like fun to me. Well, that's the thing is like, you want to engage with the, you want like, imagine if you were sitting there watching a live podcast and you asked a question, like, wouldn't you want it to be answered? If, if it didn't get yeah. answered, I'd probably be like, yeah, forget Absolutely. these guys and I'm gone. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's really important thing, but it's, it is difficult, you know, cause like, especially when you're talking, cause I'm like, oh, I'm waxing poetic and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in it, what I'm, whatever I'm talking about. And then I, I look over and I'm like, oh crap, I have to put these up. Like, so, you know, you just have to, it's just, that's definitely my unexpected thing that I, that I had to get used to and learn for sure. 
And I, I'm proud to say that I've gotten a lot better at it than what than when we first started. All right. And and I love that too, that, you know, this is a webcast. It's a live show you do. And the most unexpected thing was like audience engagement, the response. Yeah. Like, was the oh, live wow, part. You're here for this. Like, <laughs> you got, and, and I've seen up to, you know, you, you guys, you're, you're getting up there in subscribers. I've seen up to 12, 15 people in the chat. I'm, that's on nights that I've watched, you know, not Drunk Friday. I'm sure on Drunk Friday, it gets wild in the chats. Yeah, it gets wild. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Now, I got another tough question for you. This will be the last hard question here. And I want to know, what's a hard reality that you've had to deal with and accept? It's something discouraging that you had to push through and resolve. And maybe it's not been resolved. Maybe you haven't been able to fix this. You've just had to accept it because there's nothing to be done about it. Well, I mean, probably for me is, I mean, there's no way of knowing if it's going to be successful. Like, honestly, like what we're doing all the time, effort and all that, it could stop right now. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there, bud. That's mine. That's my problem. Your problem, because you're a technical person, is the fact that you have to rely on a website to do everything for you. And sometimes they screw it up and you're foggy for the whole show or the audio's mess up or there's a white flash in between your switches. Like that's that's definitely your problem. I cannot believe you were just going to go. And mine's the gimme, which is what you started with. That's just the gimme because I don't really have anything technical. I just sit here. (laughs) I would say the, okay. All right. All right. All right. I would say the biggest, the biggest thing for me, really the biggest thing for me. Welcome to cruise control on IPA sessions. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for some breaking news. Uh, am I breaking news? Um, for me, I mean, uh, I mean that that's it's true. One of the hardest things for me is the platform itself because there's been multiple times where everything's worked fine, set up the same way, everything seems normal. Then all of a sudden, like my guest is pixelated the whole platform, or or I'm pixelated the whole time, and it's like this doesn't make any sense. Or there's an audio issue that comes up out of nowhere for something, or there's white flashes on the screen for some reason. I'm like, what's happening there? Or people just disappearing. And that's like all the you know, platform. That's at my, I'm, I'm at the mercy of that. You know, I have no idea what's going to happen because we are live and it is a new platform. And it's great. The platform's working with me. We are the most complicated show on their platform. They told me I've been talking to the actual higher ups there. And so well, yeah. it's like, they must love you. <laughs> they, they, well, yeah, we're great technical support. You know, we're great. We're great. You know, our, you know, trials, we're trying everything out for them, but it's, it's tough. Cause like sometimes something just goes wrong and it's like, there's nothing you can do. We're live. And all that time and that effort building every slide, building every topic, building every graphic, all of it means nothing with there's no picture. I mean, yes, we have the audio version, which is great. But again, like you said before, we are webcast overall. We do have that podcast version and I need to get used to saying webcast cause we are more of a show than a podcast. But at the end of the day, without all that, like it's a YouTube show without a picture, you know, that's not good. So that's what we deal with. That's hard. And there's no, there's no way of controlling it. There isn't. So I'm at their mercy. Unfortunately, that is a very hard reality. That's, that is just, you have to accept that. And you just got to work around it as best you can. And some days you have a show that, you know, it's not your fault that it went terrible because the stuff wasn't working, but I have seen, and I've seen some of those episodes live when they've happened and, you know, you have your guests on and you have Sabrina and they carry on for you. And that's the, that's yeah. the, the plus side to that is that you have them there to back it up and be like, well, Ryan stepped away while it's Face is frozen on the screen. We'll continue this conversation, and it's great. You guys work with that, Sabrina. Poor what's Mike, a hard reality co- for you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, was say, I was say, poor Mike, one of our guests that comes on quite a bit. Uh, I was gone, and Sabrina was gone because we lost power one night. You have no idea. It was a storm. We, the internet was a went storm. out. We lost power. 
internet went out and all of a sudden it's just Mike by himself. It became the Mike show. And like, cause it, the live show keeps going because it's all web-based. It's so live. he's just like, and they're gone. And Hey guys. So he was interacting with the chat. That's brilliant. That's smart. Yeah, the thinking show goes part, man. What a great guest to have on. That's yeah, wonderful. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and I love, I love the optimism you, that you guys share with this. You're like, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit we deal with when doing a live show, but Hey, what else can yeah. you do? <laughs> it's it's part of what it is. Now, Sabrina, you, you were saying something in the beginning here. What is the hard reality that you've had to deal with that you just had to accept? Well, I was just, I mean, I, as I was thinking of that question, what, what I said about, you know, Brian, cause I've seen that happen a million times and I know like, and you know, coming from the person who is working so hard and putting all that together, like, and then when it's over, he's like, Oh, so I know that that's a real challenge for him because I've seen it on the flip side, you know? And that while it's happening, you know, and sometimes I'm like, you know, just relax. It was fine. He's like, it wasn't fine. This happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Perfectionist. You know, and I, I realized that like, if I that were me and someone was telling me that I would react the same way. So I just, I try to like, instead of fix it, I just listen, you know, which I think more people should do all the time in relationships, whether it's friends or people or, uh, or friends, well, friends or lovers or boyfriend, girlfriend, or married people, like whatever your brother, sister, like if, instead of trying to fix people's problems that they're having just listening makes a world of difference but yeah so i the, you know the the question of like first you know like we only had a little bit of subscribers at first and then like it went up really fast and we got to 100 by like the end of february and then it kind of stalled and then like you know so we're trying to figure out like i mean to be fair brian's really trying to figure out like the algorithms and like the, the short videos work does the tiktok work does it you know and like but it's like you know I, I used to like i was on there like every day like checking i'm like we got one more subscriber i'm like oh, we lost a subscriber and i'm like oh we got six more people oh, we lost a person like it, you know it was like driving me insane and so i was like i have to just stop and so like now i don't do that and every once in a while i'll go on and i'll be like oh shit the last time i looked you know, it was 25 people less. We have 25 extra. You know what I mean? So instead of watching it minute to minute and like stressing myself out over nothing, like I just, I try to, you know, which Brian doesn't have the luxury of doing because he's literally on there I all the that. time posting the video, but you're on there all the time. You're posting the shorts, you're editing, you're doing all that stuff. You're uploading it. Like I, I have the luxury of stepping away from that because I don't do any of that hard work that you're doing, you know? So like I will purposely not go on and check it so that I could be excited the next time that I do, you know, or like, he'll tell me be like, Oh, we lost two subscribers today. And I'm, I'd be like, what? And I go look on there. I'm like, are you sure? Do you know what it was? And he's like, yeah, it happens. And I'm like, Oh, why did we, and then we'll try to go back and forth and be like, maybe it was because we talked about this or maybe it's because of that. And it's, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, I, so it's just, it's, it's, you know, that, that whole, like stressing yourself out over nothing. And like, you know, the question of whether it is actually going to be anything, or if, you know, this is just uh, a very time consuming way to have a laugh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it's going to shake out. I completely agree with you. It, for me, that's a hard reality too, is accepting the analytics. I set aside uh, a certain time once a week. I check my analytics. I see how well I'm doing. I see what's changed, what hasn't. And that helps with the stress and the pressure of everything. And I'm like, you know what? Over time, it, it becomes a uh, it becomes easier because now I'm starting to see like, oh, great. I've got more subscribers now. I've got more listeners. I'm getting feedback. This is wonderful. And I don't great. stress over it. Like, why isn't anyone saying anything? It's like, I got to give it time. Plus, you know, I'm not doing a live webcast like you guys. I'm doing a, a biweekly podcast. So like, it takes a while before responses come in. People get to the episode when they get to the episode. You know, mm -hmm. I have episodes still back in season one that are still going up. They've got over, 
60 something listens and i'm like people are still going back listening to this this is great and it's not like episode one it's like random middle of the road episodes people are just checking out and 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 i'm happy to see that it's going up and like you know the analytics of like seeing where people are listening from i find that fascinating like i got listeners in the uk and ireland uh you know it's who's over there listening to me (laughs) this is great (laughs) australia loves us by the way that's our big demographic the australians thank you australia (laughs) (laughs) but also jacob that's the great thing about your show though too is that you can go back and watch or i should say listen to previous episodes because they're so different like we're bre- you know breaking news so like our news is old a lot of times so i, I it's if like you say breaking news one more time brian <laughs> <laughs> i've really played into that you know it's just know. you know it's, it's one of those the things. theme it's a callback you're calling it back it's breaking news you prime. also realize you start playing into things you don't even think about you know what i mean like i started calling us the home of entertainment news like that just kind of became a thing you know the breaking news thing became a thing the featured story became a thing you know and even my little rant at the end about telling people to subscribe became a thing you know oh. Oh, I love it. I, I miss that you don't say tell your chinchilla anymore. I had to say it on my on my uh, on my guest the other night. He does say chinchilla. That's all the time. Tell your little I'm chinchilla. Trying, I need to make a new list of animals. <laughs> a new list of animals. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep telling you know everyone to tell whoever whatever. I I love that segment. It's so funny. Um, but thank you guys for sharing that. And you know, and I I love asking these questions because I find it when I have the artists on like yourselves and you talk about all the the hard crap, the BS that you've had to deal with. A lot of times we find ourselves laughing because it's like we we got through it. You know, you did it. You got through it. You did it. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And that's a lot of uh, struggles that I think anyone getting into doing a webcast, whether it is a live entertainment news segment or, you know, just a live radio or podcast type show, webcast type show, or even if they're trying to do a live like a series. I mean, that's a lot of things to think about. So thank you for sharing that. And now I want to ask you. What has been your most valuable takeaway from this experience? Something that has helped you both grow and improve as artists. And if you agree with each other, you can simply say you agree. (laughs) Uh, Most valuable takeaway. Well, people are better than I thought sometimes. (laughs) I I just think that the love we've gotten has been... It's, you know what I mean? Like the love we've gotten has been great. Like, you know, you put something up there. You don't know. I've If you look at my YouTube channel, I got like 11 subscribers that I've had since 2000 and three you know what i mean and it's like i know people for a long time that just i put stuff up they don't care and i've gotten a lot of love and attention from this people are like commenting and wanting to come on the show and talking to me about new stuff sometimes that they never talked about me before and it's it's been great the love has been great and it's it's growing every day i just i just you know want to have a show that gives people some joy have some fun have a little bit of knowledge and we have a good time making it so the love has been really really nice it's been it's been impressive and our our, yeah. you know, our relationship has been fine we don't we don't bicker about this when the, the cameras are off we sometimes turn it on more i think for the camera because that's oh, just 100%. what it is you know? 100%. and then when we we're done we're done you know it's it's, it's it's all fair on that battlefield called cruise control once those cameras say cut though you know it's done Leave it behind. Fair enough. What about you, Sabrina? I guess probably the biggest takeaway for anybody, not just me, like you, you can do it. Like you can do whatever it is you want to do. You can figure it out. I mean, I say that very loosely because Brian really figured it out for me. Um, I can't say that (laughs) enough, but like it was something that we were like, let's do a podcast. And now here we are doing it. I mean, it takes a little bit of work. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. But like whatever it is you want to do, like I know everything seems impossible 
And I still feel that way a lot. And I actually, it's one of my greatest gifts that Brian has given me over the years, even before we were dating when we were friends. He showed me that anything is possible, that you could do whatever it is that you want to do and make it happen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can do it. You know, you don't need anybody else. You can, it starts with you. And if you really want to do something, you will find the people that you need to help you. You will find the, the tools that you need to do it and you can do it. It's not as overwhelming as it seems. That's probably, and again, that's coming from the person who does 10% of the work, not the person who does 90% of the work. But <laughs> I'll bet you know somebody that you could throw a 50-50 out there, you know what I mean? Or maybe three people and you got, you know, a 33-33-33.99% situation going on, but you can do it. You Whatever it is you want to do, you can do it. I love that. Those are great takeaways to have. And I think that's a very, very valuable experience to have. I think that's something that definitely helps you guys grow as artists. Thank you for sharing that. If you build it, they will come. To hear the breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, earlier we had talked about the unexpected, but I want to know, especially from you, from you guys in relation to this show, what did you actually expect from this project? What did you want? from cruise control? Well, I mean, obviously we want to be like uh, having a million viewers and, you know, monetized and, you know, just be like a, a oh, I don't yes, even want to give, dream. <laughs> I don't want to give this guy play who I was going to mention, but you know, like you see people who have like, all these subscribers are going to premiere some movies and like doing all this cool shit. And like, he's like on the screen playing video games and being like, ah, what's the next cut? I'm like, what, who watches this? You know what I mean? So like, it's, I, I mean, obviously I, I obviously, you know, it's like, you know, you, you, like when I, when I decided I want to be an actress, I didn't want to be an actress because I wanted to be super famous and I wanted paparazzi following me around. I think that's actually quite annoying. I wanted to be an actress. I want to be a working actress where, you know, you see me and you're like, oh yeah, I know that chick. She's She was in that movie I watched the other day, but not like, you know me. You know what I mean? I just want to be able to make a living acting. A quote unquote, that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly who I wanted to be. I did not want to be anybody who like the paparazzi are following around. You can't go anywhere or do anything. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I wanted to be able to make a living doing something that I loved and also use the platform to do good. Because when you have a voice, people listen. I could go and say anything that I want to say about things that are terrible and wrong with the world and, and, you know, charities and, 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 you know, nonprofits and all these things that I would like to do, but no one cares what Sabrina has to say at this point. But if I was in a different situation, if I had more money, if I had, you know, a more of a base of following, if people gave a shit, I could do so much more good for the world. It was never, you know, about me. I mean, yes, I'm doing something that I love and making a decent living, but I I wanted to use it as a platform for something. And I feel like this is also an opportunity, you know, to do that when we're going live. And if, if there was a point where we had, you know, a lot more subscribers and people were tuning in, like, I feel like we could also use it not just as a platform to give you information, but also, you know, to educate people on things that are going on in in the world that need their attention and, you know, to try to make the world a better place. Well said. Brian, what did you want from all this? I mean, I agree with everything that Spring is saying too. A lot of things that this comes down to, I say a lot of it comes down to is the fact that, you know, you're an actor in Hollywood and you're just a dime a dozen a lot of times and it's hard to break through. And you see a platform like this where there's an opportunity that you get in front of the camera and just show the world who you are, that maybe you can have a voice like Sabrina's saying. And that's always been a big deal with cruise control. It's enabled a 
to put ourselves out there. You go to auditions before before COVID. I mean, I, I'm guessing it brought back to that. Now they still do a lot of at, at home auditions, but it would say like, how many Instagram followers do you have? How many TikTok followers do you have? How many Twitter followers do you have? And depending on that, you'll get booked. They would look at those numbers before talent. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard, and it's a hundred percent correct, and it's so stupid. It's I dumb. Agree. But that's where I'm like. You know, if, if the world could see like what we could bring to the table through this and we can inform people and leave an impact and, and, and like have a trail where it's like, look at where we're, we're touching people's lives in a lot of ways. We're impacting people. We're bringing some joy to their life and their day and, you know, become a, a, a household name. Unlike Sabrina, I do want to be president of the United States one day. I joke about it. I joke <laughs> about it all the time, but that's the kind of person I want to be at the end of the day. I want to be the person that, that, affects and helps the most people in the world and, and try to be the best of all of us. I mean, maybe it's the Eagle Scout in me, but this is just a platform to get our voices out there, to have some fun and eventually get to that million subscribers, open up that studio, have a bunch of people come in and we have cruise control central someplace. And then it grows and it grows and it grows to the point where we can like actually, like she said, help people, inform people and build our careers together through this platform because I think it could be huge for us and it's like untapped resource we haven't dive, like delved into the whole time we've been out here, which is very unfortunate. I wish we were doing this during COVID. But I'm just saying like, that's why I love doing this. I'm like, this is something great that we haven't tried before to put ourselves out there. And I'm always throwing shit at the wall, hoping it'll stick. That's my motto. Like I'm always trying to find that thing. And I've tried a lot of things and this is something where I'm like, I think we can do this. Like With Sabrina's talent, with her on-air personality, in my technical aspect and my goofiness, I think we can do it. And that's what I kept saying, you know, and it's like, that's why the show came to be. And for us as a couple, it's great because we love working together. It's amazing. We thrive working together. It's actually, we can like rely on each other. A lot of times you have partners in business, it doesn't work, but for us, it's just second nature. It's easy. So I just hope that we can keep growing to that point where we do get up there and we can eventually leave an impact. And eventually, you know, we'll be going from here to going to set and then shooting as an actor, coming back here, talking shit, laughing, joking, going back on set, you know, and then eventually be in that Oval Office. All I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a wonderful sentiment. The only thing I disagree with you on, or not even really disagree with you on, I just have to say is that I don't think you understand that the, the term president of the United States is a completely different definition now than what it used to be. It's true. It is true. <laughs> there's there's but, a very low standard now. Brian wants to, Brian wants to bring <laughs> presidential a, back. He presidential wants to bring back. presidential back. back. Yes. Presidential. You know what I'm I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. And I apologize. <laughs> this is not a political show. I just, I wanted to put that out there for you. <laughs> but bring it the back. The president is supposed to be the best of all of us. And it hasn't been for a while. And I think it's time for that to happen again. Best That's of right. all of us. Brian Cruz for president, the real presidential. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Guys. That's your slogan, bringing presidential back. You're going to have Justin Timberlake sing it. It'll be great. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, tell me something. What is your motivation? What's your drive? Life. <laughs> Life, leaving an impact, leaving something behind. I think we all have that in a way, right? What do we leave behind? A lot of, you know, some people just, you know, can live their life normally and just, you know, one day is the same as the next and we can get up, go to work, go home, go to bed, do it again, do it again, do it again. But for me, it's always like, what's the next challenge? How do I advance? How do I help? How do I grow? And how do I do something even bigger and bigger to leave an impact and help people at the end of the day? So that's, that's what I think this can do. I think, you know, if, if even if it starts with just like the little news stuff you didn't know, and then you have some fun, like, that's great. But it's just like, for me, it's just... It's every day needs to be a new challenge. It has to be advancing every day to something bigger and bigger and bigger that we can actually leave an impact. I mean, my whole life I have been, I guess, searching for, you know, fulfillment. 
of some sort, right? Having at the end of the day, not being pissed off that I have to get up and do a job, not doing something that I don't like, you know, being miserable, uh, you know, doing something I don't want to do because it makes me enough money to live paycheck to paycheck. Like that's not, you know, what I want. I want to be happy. I want to feel like I'm doing something that is not a job. I think that's like the definition of success. A lot of people think that it's money, um, but I think- You want fulfillment. Yeah. But I, I just, I think that if you're- if you wake up and you can go to work and you can come home and not want to murder somebody, I think you're doing pretty good. And I know the traffic in LA makes that very, very hard. However, (laughs) (laughs) uh, my motivation is really to be able to, and you know what? And it's with everything. Like I just did this field producing job and I was like, let me try this. I really love producing. I'm very good at it. Um, I, it's, it's something that I never would have previously thought about because I was so focused on acting, but like, I'm, I'm allowing different things into my life. Like if you told me, if you told me to be a a host of a podcast five years ago, I'd be like, yeah, no, thanks. You know what I mean? But I think like in trying new things, I've been like things that I never thought that I would like, or that wouldn't be interesting to me at all. Like even, even working at Hawk, I, I love that job. I love that job. I love my boss. I love the product. Like I love the, the atmosphere. Like, and that's something that I never, ever, ever would have considered. Like, I mean, from the time I was a child, I never would have been like, Oh, that's, that's something that I would want to do. So I feel like I've just opened myself up to different things. And it, the end motivation is to, you know, not, hate my job or hate my life when I get home or think I'm running around in circles chasing my tail, which is, you know, standing in was a lot that way for me because there's nowhere to go from standing in. No, you're not going to be standing in a show and they're going to be like, great, you know what? You need a show. We're going to have a sitcom with you as a star. Come on over here. Step over here in the wardrobe. We're going to work that out for you. Not how it goes. You're a stand-in and they look at you as a stand-in. Now, when you're on a sitcom and you are acting every single day, like I've gotten a part on most shows that I've stood in for because they see you acting and they know that you know what you're doing. But if you're working on a single camera show where you just basically are a walking prop, stand on this mark, walk over here, stand on that mark, walk over there, stand on that mark. Where does she go next? Oh, she goes over here. Great. But it's never going to advance your career as an actor. It's an, it's an amazing job that I've learned a lot. You know how to find your light, you know how to find your lens, you know, like all the terminology on set. Like it's, I would never be able to produce the way that I do if I didn't stand in and if I wasn't on set for all of those years. But I feel like I've gotten all that I can out of it. And to keep doing a job for medical insurance, I'm just sorry. It's, it's not something that I can, can, I can keep doing. You know, I just, I'm not saying I'll never do it again, but like, I'm so much happier not doing that job, you know, cause it's a dead end. There's nowhere to go from there. If you're a PA, you could be a PA. Then guess what? You get to be an AD and you go from a second, second to a second to a first, and then you can direct. Like there is a path. Or you completely walk away and go into locations. <laughs> you can do that as well. You can do you that know what too. I mean? Like that's, that's what I'm saying though. But there's, there, there is no path standing in. It's like you do extra work and then they're like, oh, you kind of look like this person. You're the same height. Come stand in. That's where the, the path ends. That's it. You're done. You know what I mean? I I did extra work when I first moved here and then I only stood in for years and years and years. And I, I mean, I like it. It's nice. You're part of the crew. It's, it's a cool environment, but I just feel like I've gotten all that I can out of it. And I just, it's just like, I don't want to be second team anymore. I want to be first team in my life. Okay. Like whatever that means, it doesn't have to mean that I'm acting, you know, or the star of a show. It, it could mean that I'm co-hosting on a podcast. It could mean that I'm working on Hawk, Hawk Anamorphic. It could mean that I'm field producing on a show. It, you know what I mean? Like I, I think opening myself up to these different opportunities and things that didn't look like what I was looking for in life have, has made me a much happier 
person and and to be more fulfilled. I love that. I love that you said, I want to be first team in my own life. And for those of you who are listening, a first team is what's referenced on set for the, the main actors, the heroes. And second team is stand-ins. So Sabrina, I love that sentiment because everyone should be that. Everyone should want to be first team in their own life. If you're not satisfied, if you're not happy, like Brian said, if you're not satisfied with that, it it, it should be life that motivates you. And like you said, you need that fulfillment. If you're not feeling fulfilled, move on. Quit working dead end jobs just to get paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Try things that you wouldn't try, but try, you know, like, who, you never know try. what you would like. Yep. <laughs> a weird opportunity comes your way. Be like, sure. Let me try that. After two days, if you hate it, be like, no, nah, not for me. But like Peace give out. things a shot that you wouldn't normally do. I'm, I'm going to go deeper than try. We're going to quote Star Wars here. Do or do not. Shit or get <laughs> off the pot. <laughs> Agreed. That's Star Wars slash redneck euphemisms. You're welcome. Yoda. My mom loves that catchphrase too. <laughs> um, guys, as we wind this down, I just have one more thing I want to ask you. And that's really is, do you have any advice or anything that you would like to share to anyone out there looking to do what you do? If they're wanting to make a podcast or wanting to do any kind of webcast, if they just want to go out there and pursue that, that goal of making their life you know, first team in their own life. Do you have anything to say to them? I would say start applying for other jobs. If there's something that's tickles your innards that you want to do, get out there, try it out. Also do stuff, you know, just do stuff. Like watch some YouTube videos. If you want to get online and make a podcast or make a, a webcast, watch some videos. There's plenty of people telling you how to do stuff out there. You can learn so much on YouTube. You can learn so much by doing it. Just get out there and make it happen and stay positive. That's always the biggest thing. It's so easy to like lose that positivity and be down on life and, and be upset with where you're at and what you're doing and to give up and be like, this is it. This is the best that's there for me. We all feel that way at one point, but you have to push through that and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, is this the best? Can I do more? Can I, am I satisfied? Like Sabrina said, it's like, you, you can be satisfied. You got plenty of time. I know life goes by pretty fast. I understand that. But if you don't push yourself, if you don't say, yes, I can, if you don't keep that positive mindset, you'll never get there and you'll be stuck. And that'll be unfortunate when you get older. Cause you'll be like, what did I do? That's why I'm always trying new things. That's why I'm always pushing myself. That's why I'm always trying to make things happen. Like I said, throwing shit out of a wall and hoping it sticks because you only have one life. So just get out there and try it. And you know what? If you want to do something like this, if you want to, if you want to do a podcast, you don't know how to do it. Call us up. We'll bring it on cruise control. We'll tell you what's going on. You know, if you, if you want to, you know, if you want to be on there, we'll bring it as a guest. Come on. If you want to learn something, send us an email. You know, just the biggest thing is ask people for advice, reach out to people that you know, that are doing a job and just try to get there and stay positive because at the end of the day, that's all you can do. If you don't, life can go down the drain pretty quick. And it's very unfortunate because it happens to a lot of people. That's right. If you do nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. You know what I always say? It's like, it's always a no unless you ask. Something I live by. I love it. Yeah, that's that's a toughie. It's always a no unless you ask. I, I have a hard time asking always for anything in my life. That's one of my biggest. Uh, but it's always a no. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but I'm like, I've, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to ask people for help. You know, I guess maybe it's just, you know, how I grew up or, you know, how I am personally, but I just, I I find it hard to ask others for help. And I think that that's probably one of my uh, biggest flaws, you know, is not accepting help, not asking for help, not, 
not trying to use the resources around me, you know, and I've, I've gotten a little bit better with it as I've gotten older and like mostly with the producing because I'm like, I need to make this happen in, you know, a short period of time with virtually no money. So I have to go through everybody and see how I can get this done and, you know, figure out how to make this costume out of nothing and figure out how to shoot at this location when we don't have the money to pay for it. And, you know, I, I mean, I asked my neighbors if I could use their house for the party scene, you know, for the valley and you know what I mean? Like it's because then it's not for me, it's not a person, it's not like a personal favor. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's then I'm, I'm asking for the good of a show and it's for some reason that gives me bigger balls, I guess, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to get better with that. And I completely agree with everything uh, that Brian said. Um, John Lennon said, life is what happens while you're making other plans. Um, and I feel like that is so true. So, so point on, <laughs> you know, you, you're making, you're making your plan to do whatever you want to do with your life and all these little things that I, you know, and even Dave, Dave Matthews has a song, you know, if I took a left turn instead of a right turn, would I be the same person? Would I be a different person? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so, I just, I encourage people to accept uh, situations that they come into contact with as opposed to having tunnel vision on whatever it is that you think you want from life. You know, if, if, uh, like I said before, an odd opportunity comes up, like give, give things a shot that you wouldn't give a shot normally. Like, you know, I started first ADing because of that. And I was like, damn, this is fun. Okay. I can handle this. I can run a set. Then I started producing and I'm like, it's super fulfilling. Like to know that you got all of these things done and made all of these things happen. And then you see it like, it's, it's really, really, really fulfilling. It's more, more fulfilling than acting has ever been for me. I mean, I enjoy acting. Whenever I watch myself act, I'm always like, oh, is it going to suck? What's happening? Oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, all right, that wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not, I've never watched myself act and been like, God damn, that was good. I am fulfilled. I killed it. Give me an Oscar. Like never. It's fun. And I enjoy doing it. I really, really do. But it doesn't give me that sense of fuck yeah, I did that like producing does or even like ADing does. Like I made my day. We had 38 friggin' scenes and 15 pages and a stunt and I made my day. You know what I mean? Like I got it. I, we don't have to push anything to tomorrow. It's done. Like there is something tangible about that, that you don't, you know, or that I wasn't getting from acting. And like I said, I still audition and I still would love to act. You know, it's just, I've opened my life up to other things and I and I feel like it's really uh, helped me as a person and it's very gratifying. So I just, no matter what it is you want to do or whatever goal you're working towards, I just encourage people to, um, you know, look outside the box and, and observe the surroundings around you and let life happen while you're making other plans. I Love it. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for sharing your personal journey with us. You know, your own experiences, your own insecurities, your own challenges that you had to face and overcome. I really appreciate what you had to share today. And I... I know that, you know, this is my favorite part of the show. I know that we've been talking this whole time, but I want to give you a chance to say anything else that you have to say, you know, put yourselves out there. Where can we find cruise control? Where can we find you guys? If we want to follow you, reach out to you, get some advice, or maybe just make a new friend, you know, please put yourself out there. That's really a Brian question. That's a, that's a Brian <laughs> question. I don't, I don't do any of the, the social, the socials. I, uh, I, I'm going to leave that all to you, babe. <laughs> yeah. If you want to check out cruise control, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, cruise control show at the cruise control show. Well, it's the cruise control on TikTok. everywhere else 
at Cruise Control Show on YouTube as well. You know, again, we are live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as of now, 6.30 p.m., 9.30 on the East Coast. And honestly, just check it out. Have some fun. Come join. Come chat with us. We have a great time. Get in that chat. We'll bring your comments up. We'll have a conversation. You'll become a friend of the show. And it'll be fun. You know, join our Patreon if you can. There you <laughs> go. Tell your <laughs> out there too. They love to watch it. So I'm just saying like for us, that's a huge thing. If a couple people just check it out and enjoy the show, check out The Valley on YouTube. Well, not you. Well, we have a YouTube page. Check it out on everywhere it's out there. Tubi, Roku. You can find it on Local Now. You can find it on Amazon still. It's Amazon Prime. You got to pay for the whole season now. Unfortunately, Amazon changed those rules on us. Uh, but, you know, it's out there. You can find it very easily. Uh, but for us, like, just check it out. Please support us if you can. Because again, we are just trying to put something out there for you and together we'll rise. And if you have questions or anything about this, you know, about podcasting or about anything that we talked about and you show up in the chat of cruise control, like we'll make sure that we address any uh, questions that you might have or, you know, any, and if, even if it's not about what we're talking about, that's totally fine. Like we're fine taking a quick segue for a couple minutes and, you know, talking yes. to people if they have any questions or anything like that. And I've seen it, you happen. know, like, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Those are my favorite moments, you know, the unexpected. Or send an email to cruisecontrolshow at gmail.com too. Thank you. See, that's what I'm talking about. He has all the answers, folks. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> all links will be in the show notes. So please check it out. Go find Cruise Control, support them, check out their show, especially when they're live. That's the best time to catch it. But if you can't catch it live, you can definitely find them on all streaming platforms like Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes, um, just check them out, man. They're awesome. They're good people. You heard them here. Uh, if anything, they're encouraging and inspiring. If you didn't walk away with any kind of hopefulness in you, then you didn't hear Sabrina. That's for sure. <laughs> Another compliment. Yes. <laughs> if you walked away extremely optimistic, then you definitely listened to Brian. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Very good wrap up. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to say? I had a great time. That's what I would like to say. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for thank you for having us on here. <laughs> thank you for joining Cruise Control. Thank you for being a great friend. Thank you for busting your ass and making this program work because I know a lot of people keep coming out. I see your numbers grow and you're leaving an impression on people. So thank you for doing that too because it means a lot and your work is paying off. And we love you, man. We love talking to you all the time. So anytime we can chat, we're here. All right. Bring me back on uh, cruise control. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Next week, you're on. You're booked. You're on. You're booked. I was a little bit nervous for this. I was like, oh, because we, we talked yesterday and you were like, I'm going to ask you a lot. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. I didn't sign up for this. I thought we were just going to chat about the show. I didn't know I was how to get personal. <laughs> oh, we get personal here. I don't know. I really enjoyed myself. It was very nice. Thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. And to my listeners out there, again, check out Cruise Control. They're on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Go to their YouTube channel, catch them live. If not, check them out on any streaming podcast platform. And I hope that you found some inspiration today on whether you want to be a webcaster, a podcaster, or a live entertainment. If you want to be the next Jimmy Kimmel, they just gave you some great advice on how to start doing that. So as always, to my listeners out there, until the next time, stay cool. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to rate and review and click that subscribe button for new bi-weekly episodes. As always, the theme music is provided by The Erica Page. Follow us on social media at IPA Sessions Podcast. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now we have a TikTok and YouTube. All information and links are in the show notes. So show some love and support for these amazing indie artists. And if you'd like to come on and share your journey as an independent artist, reach out to me via email at IPA Sessions Podcast 
podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I hope you found some inspirations for practical application in entertainment.